We knew it was inevitable. We knew it was coming. And today it was finally announced. The great Netflix password crackdown has begun. The streaming company announced its guidelines for password sharing today. What was interesting, I found interesting, that the guidelines were rolled out in Canada, in Portugal, in New Zealand, and in Spain. Some have said that uh, they want to test out this password strategy here in Canada and some of the other countries before they roll it out in the U.S., which is, of course, uh, Netflix's biggest uh, market and its most lucrative. Joining me now to talk a little bit about our good friends over at Netflix and what they're attempting is Andy Brar, our tech and digital lifestyle expert at handyandymedia.com. And I must say, for the first time in studio, good to in see you, man. studio, yes. Great it's, to be here. You, I just hear you all the time when yes. we talk, but it is amazing to have you in, in, in studio because I've been doing this show for almost a year and a half now and I haven't had an in-studio guest yet. So this is actually great for me and I hope we can finally get our guests coming through here all the time. So good to see you. You, man. Yes, I feel privileged being your first in-studio guest, Jazz. <laughs> there you go. So walk me through. Uh, what are the guidelines saying? Well, it looks like uh, love is not sharing your password anymore, which what Netflix tweeted about five years ago. They're, they're clamping down. And the reason is, as they understand that a lot of people are sharing passwords, they let it go for a long, long time. But now there's so much competition out there in streaming. Streaming is really the de facto way that people are consuming content these days. So they need to monetize. There's about 100 million people that are sharing passwords out there. And so they want to clamp down and they're going to use Canada as that test bed. So $7.99, if you have their premium account, so the 4K account, which allows four simultaneous streams. If you have two people, say like you have a family, your mm-hmm. kids have now gone to university. There's two of them. For $7.99, you can add them onto your uh, premium account. So that's around $20.99, so $21 plus $7.99. So you're looking at around $30 a month if you want to have two additional people outside of your household to access your Netflix but, account. So it's if you're a parent and you got a couple of kids in university, you got to pay the extra $7.99? You have to pay. Now, the only other way that you can avoid that, and this is how Netflix is determining whether you live at home, because, Jazz, as you know, we all have multiple devices. Yeah. So the question is, how are they determining if someone else is not part of your family? And the way they're doing that is your home Wi-Fi. They understand that if you are living in a family, you have a shared Wi-Fi account at your house. And when you log on to Netflix from the Wi-Fi, then it knows that you are part of that family. If after a month, there's a device that hasn't logged into your home Wi-Fi, that's how they tell that you're probably a freeloader on that Netflix account. So people in the next couple of weeks are going to receive emails if that's happening. They're tracking where you're logging on to Netflix. They're looking at the IP address to understand if you're at home or if you're watching it somewhere else. But if you're, if uh, I'm going to go back to my original argument, uh, you're, you're a family, you had two kids in university, uh, let's say they're at UBC and they just haven't come home for a month or something like yeah. that, they're just busy, whatever it may be, or they're going to school in UVic or Toronto, they're not going to be coming home right away. Yes. So you got to pay the seven ninety nine. You got to pay the seven ninety nine. Now that's for the premium. If you have their standard package, yeah. you're allowed one additional person or a freeloader, and you still have to pay seven ninety nine. So the pricing is very interesting. If you're on the premium, you can have two people on there. You pay seven ninety nine. If you have the standard, only one person, but you're still paying seven ninety nine for that extra account. What do you think people going to? How do you think people going to react to this? I'm, I'm like part of me goes, okay, I get it. You got a business. Uh, you shouldn't be sharing passwords, but there, there's a number you hit where people go, it's too expensive. Yes, 
And you add on Disney Plus, which I'm going to assume they're going to do this eventually too, right? Well, you would expect that. If I was one of the streaming companies, Jazz, I would do the opposite. I would say, hey, you can have your sharing. Love is sharing your password. Sharing I would tweet that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you can then take the, the people that are probably going to cancel Netflix. You can probably attract them. Because in this day and age... Like we were talking before, people barter their passwords. I'll give you my Netflix for your Disney+. Plus. Families were doing this all the time. That's going to be kind of ramped down. So the question is, you're going to have to pick what streaming platform are we going to continue on? And I think what you might see, and I was wondering if this will happen, what if people go back to torrents? What if we go right back to stream, illegal streaming of content? And I think that is a very big possibility, especially with the high cost of living right now and inflation. I just don't think people can afford to have all these streaming platforms all at once. You've got good old-fashioned uh, cable or linear television. Uh, you've got HBO Crave. You've got Amazon Prime. You've got Disney Plus, And you've got Netflix now. Yes. Like something's got to give in regards to the TV ecosystem here, right? Yes. It's exactly what the psychologist Barry Schwartz used to say the paradox of choice you think having more choice would make you more happy but no when you just had one streaming platform netflix that's what you got but now we have so many different choices there's so much different content there's more scripted tv shows being made right now ever than before and people want to consume all those different types of shows but we can't afford all of these streaming platforms so this is why netflix is testing it in canada they want to Test, see what happens in this North American Western society before they roll it out into the U.S. Because the last thing they want is people to cancel their Netflix subscription. Maybe people will go to the ad-supported, the basic level, where you mm-hmm. have about four to five minutes of ads. Time will tell, but uh, it, the streaming is is very competitive these days. But if, if you go to the ad supported, then you just that's the the basis of why you went to streaming in the first place, yes. which is no ads. So that's just good old fashioned TV again. That exactly, we've come full circle. I, you know, and I've been telling people, you know, the cable subscription is looking pretty good these days because. Back then, you know, at least you had a multiple channels and different types of content. Now, I just don't think people can have multiple streaming subscriptions unless you're making a lot of money. You know, for the average family out there, it's going to be really tough. But our beh- we're so used to it now. And you can't take that away from the kids. Imagine taking Disney Plus away from the kids. Yeah. It's probably not going to oh, go very it's well. Not gonna, it's not going to be great. And, and I'm going to hand it to Disney. When, uh, the Black Panther they just released a few months ago. It's on Disney Plus yeah. now. Avatar is doing very well in the theaters, making lots of money. But that's eventually going to go on Disney Plus as well. And it, 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 they've closed the window in regards to releases. But when I look at streaming services, there's also like Sundance and, and Paramount. Yeah. Um, you know, in the, in the UK, you've got uh, the BritBox uh, and the BBC, which is really good programming as well like somewhere along the way that's enough for consumers right yes yeah yes and that's the that's the part i that i'm actually still shocked by at the end of the day is that there's still money being pumped into these streamers that something has to give eventually there just can't be this many and they expect us to pay extra now for the Netflix passwords. Exactly. And if you look at what it costs to make these TV shows, it's not cheap. It's a huge investment. And they don't even know if they're going to get those returns. Are people going to sign up, uh, watch a show, and then cancel their Netflix subscriptions? You know, this is what we're going to be the watching. Other thing. Yeah, you're right. Very good point. Like a series comes on, uh, it, what's the one on Apple? Ted Lasso. Yes. Which is a, he has a huge following. Uh, but I've, I've met people who said, oh, yeah, I'll sign up for Apple, then I'll cancel. And that's a lot of, a lot of folks are doing that too. So don't be surprised at the streaming services don't let you binge watch anymore. They'll, they'll do slow tier releases because ah. they're going to try to keep you onto the platform. So we had it really good for a long time, Jazz. And uh, the days 
of binge watching, the the days of freeloading off your your parents' account, those are coming to an end. I'm going to have to ha- even talk to my parents because they're going to get their Netflix is going to stop working soon. Oh, they've been using yours. They've been using mine. Oh, yes. it's in reverse. Yeah, well, yeah, and they, I don't live with my parents, so that the different IP addresses. So I expect that email, but ah. I get to avoid this awkward conversation of saying, you know, you should get your own subscription. Now they have to. Well, you know, you raise a very good point. The the idea that. Um, they won't be allowing you to binge watch. So they'll put it into yours like once, they'll have a release once a week for, that's just normal TV again. Exactly. (laughs) We've come full circle again. We got ads, we got breaks, we got everything that we had in TV, but except now it's all streaming. We're joined by Andy Barrar, he's tech and digital lifestyle expert at handyandymedia.com. And I got to say, it's great to see him because I usually just talk to him over the phone. So great to have you in the studio, my friend. Yes. It's it's great. It's great to just look somebody in the eye and have a, co- a human conversation. Of course, we're talking about Netflix cracking down on password sharing. And as Andy said, $7.99 extra on top of what you're already paying for Netflix. Uh, if you are sharing passwords with uh, friends or, or, or loved ones, or kids, uh, and of course that doesn't include your Disney, your your uh, HBO Crave, your Amazon, and whatever else you're paying for. Give me a call in the open line if this is going to change uh, whether or not you stick with Netflix. Uh, will you be cutting back on the streaming services you subscribe to? That's 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell phone. Let's go to the open line. Let's go to Jonathan in North Vancouver. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, how's it going today? Uh, it's going very well. So what's this mean for you? Are you going to cut back on Netflix? I'm not quite sure yet. I had a question for Andy here. If if you have a vacation home and you're you're using a different IP address, but it's legitimately you going to your vacation home or using your cell phone on a vacation, how would they crack down on that or how would they... Uh, Netflix deal with that. Andy? Yeah, that's a great question. So they understand that a lot of people use Netflix when they travel. So they're going to allow for up to seven days that you don't have to log in back to your account. I think after seven days, you might get an email where you have to verify that you are who you say you are. You're the account holder. So you might have to do two-factor verification. They'll send you a PIN, and mm. then you have to register that again. Because the last thing they don't want to do is alienate people while they're traveling, making so much friction just to log into your Netflix, which usually you just open the app and it works. So that's a very interesting question because you have snowbirds, people who are traveling yeah, all the time. five, six months at a time. So we'll have to see how they do that. But if you're the primary account holder of that, you're going to get that email while you're traveling and you should be able to verify and keep going. But you'll have about a seven-day grace period before you'll get those emails. So for our audience, I'm sure most understand, but for two-factor authentication, you get an email to say, yes, I'm traveling, or you just have to click to say, that is me. Yeah, they'll send you a pin or something like that. Exactly. You have to click on this link to verify. Email or text, whatever yes, you but want. if you're a freeloader and you're traveling, you're going to be in trouble because you're going to have to text that person and say, you're about to get this email and uh, verify it. So there's... Trust me, there will be loopholes, Jazz, and I will find those loopholes because that's what I do. <laughs> we'll have you on. I really appreciate it. Jonathan, thank you for your call. Let's go to, oh, Karen in Palm Springs. Hello, Karen. Hi, guys. I enjoy listening to CKNW on my radio player app when I'm down here. So I stay on top of all the uh, Vancouver shows and weather on C- and news. So uh, it's great. I and really appreciate that. Sort of stole my thunder. Because um, my question was the same. If I've got recreational property down here and I use my Netflix account, Andy, I think you explained it that I can. There'll be some kind of a login I have to do, so I can keep that account active when I'm away. 
Uh, Karen, how long do you stay uh, in Palm Springs generally when you go down there? <clears throat> I'm retired. Ah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, November till the beginning of March. Okay. Uh, so, Andy, in regards to Karen's question, would it be any different if Karen, let's say, were to leave Vancouver, but before she left, she downloaded many shows, like just yeah. downloaded eight different shows, you know, 30, 40 episodes, whatever it may be. Would she be impacted or would she still have to do the probably the two-factor authentication? She'll probably still, yeah. It's going to – Netflix will determine based on the IP that she is somewhere else and then they're going to probably send her an email saying you have to do that. But that's always a good idea because we have to remember – the Netflix in the U.S. and Canada are different. There is some content that you can't get in the U.S. and vice versa in Canada. So if she does have favorite shows, it's always a good idea to download them before you travel. Okay, because yeah, I, I usually preload everything whenever I go on a trip because you don't want to mess around with any with the different Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's go to Sherry in Port Moody. Sherry, we got about thirty seconds. How are you today? Oh, I'm good, thank you. What's on your mind? Um, my well. It was about travel, but another situation I was thinking about is when you're waiting for kids, let's say they're in sports or whatever, and you're sitting in your car or you're at Starbucks, and you're always using a different IP address for your Netflix. You're not away for seven days, but, you know, you're, you're at home, and then you're at Starbucks, and then you're at home, and then you're in the car. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how they're going to monitor that. I do that Monday and Wednesday nights with my kids at basketball. Same mm-hmm. thing. I totally understand. Multitasking. So, multi- Sherry, thank you so much for your call. Every parent says nodding their head. So would that impact you at all? If you're- no, no, because you're going to go back home eventually within that month period and log into Netflix again. So it knows that you're just kind of out and about, but it won't have, you know, you'll still be part of that family plan. All right. Andy, thanks for your time, my friend. Thanks, Jess. Good to see you. Yeah. yeah. 911.